Welcome to Queer, an LGBTQ live entertainment discussion podcast. I'm your host, Phil Villar, and with me today as not just a co-host, but today's guest, the one, the only, the non-binary, who's the Duke of the binary, (laughs) Megan Wilson. Hi, I guess, oh, I have a sound effect for that. There you go, yes, yes, yes. well, we're doing it live, as they say, uh, when something goes horribly wrong before a house opens yeah, <laughs> and I mean, shows. I got to do my live events somehow now that, you know, all that fun stuff started to happen, stopped happening. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, like I said, welcome to Queer, an LGBTQ live entertainment discussion podcast. We are um, doing, for the first time ever, we have a, um, we are, we're doing our entire show live streamed uh through um megan wilson underscores uh youtube channel okay yeah. so go ahead and like and subscribe to that um so that way we might be doing future live feeds from there and of course you can always watch us on our regularly scheduled podcast if you are listening to it via our podcast don't forget to join us on our discord page Please. okay we're Yes, we are trying to get more people there. We want to create a more inclusive environment. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. How are you, Megan? I am doing swell. It's been been a a weird couple of weeks, but it's been great. It's been something new, which is awesome and fun. How is summer Mm -hmm. going for you, though? That is a sore subject as a school teacher heading into the school year. So how dare you? I am so sorry. (laughs) Yes, I am aware it is a a sore it is you should know, you're, I know your, start, your I know. wife is a teacher how could yep. you ask that question yep. on monday she she goes back yeah. yeah gross oh she starts earlier than i do then mm-hmm. yeah the, wow. around here they like to start early i don't know why but they do we start so. we start on the 16th so we got two more weeks okay nice yeah Speaking of, I dumped, I, not, I, I accidentally spilled five gallons worth of gray, light gray paint on my shop floor today. Oh, no. And in a, in a panic, I filled up a mop, mop bucket full of water and started like trying to mop it. And it just got worse because oh, all no. it did was just spread the paint. <laughs> So I didn't know what to do. So there was only one thing I knew I can do, and that was take a roller on a stick and literally just start painting my start like painting my floor <laughs> with that paint. I mean, I guess that's a way. That is a way to like Oh god. I mean, shake it off, I guess, is by doing that. And I got paint all over my clothes, so I had to throw it into the wash and then go into the costume shop. And luckily, we had these, like, mechanic overall, like, onesie, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the unitard kind of, yeah. So, like, I got one of those. And so here am I walking throughout and, like, pushing pushing the mop and bucket. Every person and their mother thought I was the custodian at the school. Oh, I'm sure. And I was like, nope, I'm a teacher. And they're like, are you really? Uh, And I'm like, yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, it was a good time oh i'm sure i mean it sounds like a good time i would definitely definitely recommend doing it again but this time yeah yeah, yeah. color until you have all the colors on your floor yep and then eventually i had to explain that to my um my principal because i didn't want her to come in during one of my class one day and be like what happened here and uh, i totally 
you know, like I, I just told her the truth. Like normally we use yeah. that paint for repainting the floor anyway, because I mm. wanted to start doing that. It's never been done in our shop, but I want to start doing that anyway. So I told her, I was like, just letting you know, we're going to totally start doing that. And uh, I accidentally spilled paint. So if you come into my classroom in the middle of like September, <laughs> you'll see like one third of my classroom is of that color. <laughs> I mean, you so. know, if it's... It's all right. You gotta, you gotta, you, it'll be fine. You know? Yeah, right. You just gotta act like it's yeah. intentional. Like, exactly. Yeah, just roll with it. Exactly. I know. You know, she was cool with it in the end. She was just like, she's like, no, didn't, because I was like, I made a boo boo. And she's like, this doesn't sound like a big, bad, that bad. And I'm like, okay, thank, good. Thank God. So, but uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. But uh, I'll be honest that my store pales into comparison into what's been going on with you this summer. So um, tell us, you are no longer an employee at high, at high End Lighting and ETC. I am, I am no longer. So um, a couple weeks ago, I had my last day at ETC. Um, and well, so like, I mean, we all know, or if you don't know, now you know, now you'll know. Um, ETC bought high-end systems in 2017, so we were already, like, an ETC company at that point. Um, but, yeah, so, like, a couple weeks ago on the, I think it was the 19th, or was it the thir- 13th? That doesn't make sense. 16th. Ah, that's the day that makes sense. I'm like, what is a Friday? 16th was my last day at ETC, um, where I stopped doing product support, and then on the 19th, I started the next day, the next Monday, that following Monday, being a software engineer at a startup here in Austin. Um, it is a full remote position, which has been great. Um, the dogs and cats are very happy. Um, and I mean, I get I get to do a bunch of fun stuff on the computer, I guess. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you you know like I, I don't I don't think first of all, you're not giving yourself enough credit for this. This is a passion that you only just started working on this when COVID started. Not necessarily. So like a little bit of background is I've been since, so I started, so in high school, like I picked up coding and stuff like that. I took the comp sci AP test actually without it even like counting towards anything high school credit wise. It only counted for college credit at that point. Like we, cause it was all on our own time. It wasn't a dedicated class. Um, and, and the teacher who wanted to do that was super duper awesome. And she was like, all right, I will be there at 7am every morning, Monday through Thursday, if you will be there at 7am. And so like me and one other, one other kid also did that. And I know I scored a five on that test. I don't know what the kids, what the other kids scored a five, uh, what the other kid did. Um, or if he waited another year to take the test. Um, but so like I started then and then the plan was to actually go to college for comp sci and theater. The plan was for me to dual major. At some point I said, nah, I'm not going to dual major. I'm just going to focus on theater. That was very early on when I realized like there's not, there's not going to be time to work on another degree while you know you're trying to design or, you know, program all those late nights plus having to do homework on top of that. That's just, well, having to do non I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm sure you can fit it and just take away food, sleep, and bathing. I mean. Right, and trying to have a social life and discovering yourself at the same time. It was a great, great like, opportunity life. to fit in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, social life <laughs> happens because you just become friends. Because everyone in the department's all on one show together. So, you know, it's just all built in right there. 
Um, yeah, no, for sure. So after I graduated, though, I started learning what I, I really wanted to do an app, put an app on the app store. That was the whole goal of, lear, of what I wanted to do. I quickly learned there were a lot of roadblocks to get that app on the app store, um, meaning I just didn't know enough. So I went and started doing web development in like 2016 is when I really started just like learning on my own. I was doing free code camp. I was doing anything and everything I could to start learning. And then um, I think it was like at the beginning of the pandemic, we didn't completely know what was happening. Um, like job wise, obviously our industry took a hit. We put out a couple episodes about that. Um, like just like everything was dead in the water. So like I became a little bit more interested in trying to actually further that along. So like from 2016 to 2017, um, I did a, I, I mean, 2016 to now to 2021, basically it was just me learning on my own, uh, from here on out. It was just me by myself, like me either coding along, following tutorials or just like bumping along on the live streams. Like I've been doing lately of trying to actually figure out what's happening. Um, and then finally it all paid off. It it came to at like the beginning of July the beginning end of June, it all paid off in the end as someone reached out and was like, I want to offer you a job. And I said, Okay. That's fantastic. I mean, I think uh you know, especially because I, I didn't know this. So like so little so little disclaimer, I purposely uh, for those who, who are listening and watching, I purposely avoided like asking Megan any of these questions and like <laughs> while we were texting and stuff like that because I wanted to hear it first because uh, I didn't know you've been doing this since high school. Mm-hmm. I totally thought like you were this like I still think you are, but I totally thought you were just like savant who just started picking up coding as a hobby in like the beginning of the pandemic, and it was like yeah I made some apps. I did not know that like this has always been a passion for you since high school. I mean, yeah. I had no idea. Um, so I was really into, I've always been really into computers and it was really upsetting for my mom to hear like, Hey mom, I don't want to be a computer scientist, computer engineer anymore. I'm going to go major in theater. Um, that was like, that was like super, exactly. All the money is there. Um, that was like super upsetting. And like why, like the plan was to go to UT and be comp sci and theater at the same time. Um, like I said, time just didn't allow that. And it was like, yeah, it's fine. I'll push it off. Um, but yeah. Oh, and in between that time, I guess I'll just do a quick layout in between that time of 2016 to 2021, I actually got two apps on the app store. Um, one is to control hog consoles. So the high end systems hog line. And the other is super duper useful for anyone who's doing networking with artnet nodes. Um, because it just converts that artnet. So like some artnet nodes have just that single universe number. So it goes either from zero to 254 or one to 255, I think it might be one to 256. I should actually know this, but I don't. Um, and it takes it into that artnet submit and artnet universe number that most consoles need. So consoles can't, don't usually go on a range. They have that artnet submit and that artnet universe number. Um, so that was actually my very first app was that calculator type app that converts those numbers for the one that the console needs. Um, and then I did the iHog app shortly after, after Apple made it easier for me to do. And here we are. That's really cool. I mean, yeah. so, so I guess then like, you know, 
because was was there already an app for uh, for Hog controller back then? No, or were so you... everything was touch. So everything, and I I do this also. Um, at high end slash etc does not have a proprietary Hog app. Um, mm -hmm. They have the most you could do is do open sound control, and so you could use yeah. OSC. Um, there's a Hog remote app that's not made by high end slash etc. Um, it's someone else. Um, I think it's New Marrow is the grant is the company. Um, okay. But basically, it's the same thing. It just leverages OSC Open Sound Control, which iHog also just leverages Open Sound Control. Um, the reason why there need I needed an app or I wanted an app is as a programmer, I wanted to be able to access um, my palettes and my groups from my iPad. And yeah. you could not do that via Touch OSC pre the last release they just did. They just let out a new app, um, Hexler, yeah. for Touch OSC. So pre that, you could not do it because you had to chain your OSC command. So you would have to, like, literally hit, like, if I wanted to call in Intensity Palette 12, you'd have to hit the Intensity button and then one button and then two buttons. So you literally had to chain your OSC commands. And not only was it just, like, here's Intensity, here's one, here's two, it's, Intensity down, intensity up, and one down, one up, two down, two up, enter. And, oh, and that enters down, enter, and then release, enter. Uh, that so, sounds so complicated. It was. Uh, it, it was. Um, it was fun, um, and you can see why <laughs> I wanted that from my app instead of having me to have to touch it out every time I on touch OSC. Um, yeah. But my app was the first. I don't know if if Hog Remotes does it still yet. Um, my app was the first one to do that type of work, though. Um, and the new version of Touch OSC, you can program all that though, because you can script. Um, you can script and chain commands together like that. Yeah. So I guess then you know. So we're talking about you know when we're talking about like script commands and stuff like that, right? Um, this was obviously still like. You know, we we've talked about it on the show dozen like dozens of times now how like our industry is becoming more and more like IT people who do entertainment mm -hmm. and design, you know. Um, and so when when you're kind of going, you know, when you're juggling between these two professions, right? Did you realize that at some point you wanted to, you know, I don't want to say walk away from live design because i'm sure that's still in your future and i'm sure that's you know if you know if gigs come up or something that you're really passionate about comes in you'll step in but you know when did you when did you start to feel that um you might you know you might need to take a different path um so it was more so i guess like really in the pan in the last couple months i realized that well i always knew i wanted to do more coding um, I thought I could get that at ETC, and I almost did. It just came down uh -huh. to a matter of timing, which one offered first, to be honest, and which one was going to happen first. Um, but the um, I wanted to do more coding. I, I wanted out of support. Everyone's great. I love everyone I talk to. Everyone's been super nice. Um, yeah. But, you know, answering, like, hey, my console doesn't boot, and it's on the high-end logo. Like, what do I do, like, 12 times a week? Like, it's like, okay. Yeah. You could I mean, also Google that answer, Google that question if you <laughs> there. Um, but like, which is fine. I mean, that's what we were there for. But like, I was getting really worn down on doing the support thing for a while. Um, I've also like realized I don't want to travel all the time. Um, yeah. I was traveling like one, at least once a month during the summer, it would get stacked up. Um, 
and I was going two or three times to, I, I, I mean, I probably went on like four or five trips in the summer. Oh, we, Katie also joined, the wife also joined. Um, yeah. But we did, so yeah, it was, um, oh, Abby, Abby's watching. Oh, hi, Abby. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I kind of just realized, like, I, I wanted to do more of the coding stuff. I wanted to figure out where it was. Um, I was hoping that would also, that would still stay at ETC. It's just timing didn't work out. Yeah. Correctly. Like, t timing just didn't hit, um. Money also didn't hit, which is, which sometimes you just got to take money and you got to take the opportunity that just brings you that that is going to help you in the long run. Yeah. And I think that actually brings up a good point to what overall what this episode wants to be talked about, right? Like being able to, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's a profession, it's a craft, but at the end of the day, you got to make money and you got to be able to function in life, you know, and that's, you know, and that's kind of like what I, I, a little bit of what this episode is also about, too, of being able to, you know, again, like, because I, I think you and I can both agree, you know, your time at high end and your time getting your your degree in uh, theater tech and design was not a waste. It, it was fundamental and important. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I would not be here. Right. I, I, I told my mom this. So like, I mean, you always you got to call someone who's going to like try to lead you in the right direction whenever like this kind of opportunity presents yeah. itself. And it's just like who. Uh, so I called my mom and I was like talking to her and I was like, you know what? Like I was hitting some roadblocks at ETC because I didn't have that computer science degree um, yeah. just to get to exactly where I wanted to be. Um, But the it, so like I was like, but you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything different. I would still take the theater route. I would still only focus in theater. Maybe I would c complete my computer science certificate. <laughs> Maybe because that <laughs> one would have been a little bit easier at least. Um, but I yeah. would still stay. I, I would have done the exact same thing all over again. Like it, and I, it was, it, I, it taught me so much. Like I didn't even know, to be honest, I didn't even know companies like ETC and high end existed until I got, I mean, until I went to college and got that, got that degree. No, for sure. And I mean, like, you know, and it's, it's, it goes both ways, right? Because not every single person who works at high end or ETC are theater people. Like, you know, there's, there's tons of communications, marketing people, right? I mean, I'm sure there's people with English degrees and philosophy degrees that work there, right? You know, and it's, and the, you know, it, it, the point, the point of simple, the point of any sort of educational degree, right? Or any sort of certificate, right? Is to prepare you for, you know, a 21st century career, right? Mm -hmm what that career is it isn't really that important you know i mean like talk to any film actor that's in the industry right more often than not they probably got their degree originally for in theater and stage right same thing with cinematographers and designers right you know does that deter them or you know are veered from a different direction no it's it's a branch like anything else and you know, I know, uh, like, if, if, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I vaguely remember this. The original EOS, um, the original EOS design was actually developed by a developer at EA Games originally. Mm, and I like that. I don't know that answer, but I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like we took, I mean, if stuff came from different yeah. parts. I mean, you start, you gotta learn, I mean, everything influences everything, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I vaguely remember that um, when during my t when I was an intern at ETC, and that was like what Nick Gonsman was telling me about, and I was like, "What? That's crazy." Yeah. So I mean, like, you know, and that kind of stuff is real, and like, 
you being able to, you know, and I think this is the most important thing. The, the moment that your craft didn't become a detriment, you knew where you wanted to go and you, and it probably wasn't an easy decision for you, you know, at first it was, I I remember, I remember you going back and forth about it, you know, you know, because it, 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 being a theater practitioner is such an identity in our lives, you know, like the countless hours, the sacrifice that we went into it, it's, it's an identity. And the moment that we feel the slightest bit uh, veering of another direction, we begin to question our entire, you know, reasoning of why we did what we did. I mean, I'm a school teacher and I'm thinking that even though I teach theater tech, right. you know, I mean, and that's still like, yes, it's in the industry, but it's still a lot different than what you went to school for. Like you didn't go, I don't, I, at least I don't feel like you went into getting your theater degree and getting your master's degree to go into tech theater to teach them, but I could be wrong, but that's what I got. No, no, I didn't. No, I'll be honest. No, I didn't, but I needed stability. And honestly, that opened up only more doors for me because one, people love hiring teachers because they'll be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Bring your students over for field trips. It'd be so great. Bring their parents too. Don't buy tickets. Uh, you know, like, you know, <laughs> or, you know, or just, or just simply being able to have a little bit more freedom of picking the shows that I want and not immediately going to whatever's in front of me and, you know, be like, Oh, you know, $200 for a design that's going to require 80 hours a week of my time. Boy, howdy, I'm here for that. I mean, yeah, you know. (laughs) So I'm, you know, no, I, without a doubt, I I am so insanely proud of of this, of this journey that you went to, you know, for, for real. I mean, damn, I'm proud. Without Thanks. a doubt, it was a it was a long it was a good journey. It was a long one. Like I said, I would still do it. I would do the exact same thing all over again. I mean, I, I think my life went this way for a reason. I met so many cool people. I got to well, I mean that's how we met. Also, it was mm-hmm. related hog training. Like I met so many cool people. I saw so many cool things. Like I got so many experiences. Abby is also one of those cool people that we saw that I saw. Like and honestly, like I'm gonna loop this around and bring this back to her comment real quick. Um, like, and what you said earlier about becoming more and more like IT people who do entertainment and design, like, honestly, that's, that is where everything is going at this point. Like everything is going to like, you, you're going to be some kind of IT person at the end of the day. I feel like if you're going to be on the design or on the technical design crew track, like you are... there is no way you're going to get around it. Like there's so much networking involved. There's so much. Um... I mean, DMX is on ethernet now. I mean, right. like. And that's just a basic DMX protocol. Like, I mean, yeah. think about what could happen after DMX and like where that protocol, like post DMX world. I mean, we're already breaking the, the limits of universes. Like there's so mm. much more that we, we could do. I mean, they, that could happen. That I could definitely see happening. Um, yeah. I re- I remember at one point, like, you remember back in the day that, like, you know, you purchase your console by universes now, like now everything, everything's maxed out, like everything's maxed out because, because universes aren't 
it's 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 like back in the day when we paid per text message, right? And we had like you know like be, like yet we had to text our our base and be like, call me, text me after nine p.m. I'll get I'll be able to call I'll be able to message you for free then, you know, because it was such a commodity back then. But now I'm mean, more or less it's, it's not like you know every you know Ions and other uh, etc consoles they come in full four universes at the very least. You know, and like because that's not the name of the game anymore. It's IT. It's I. You know, it's you know, it's networking protocol. Learning your IP addresses, knowing that putting your gateway instead to just two fifty five, two fifty five, two fifty five isn't entirely always helpful, depending on the circumstances, and knowing what that means. Well, and then also like you can make your life easier if you know more of these like computer programs. Like some something that I like. So so like um, there's this EOS programmer named Mike Wood who is super duper awesome. Like he's been, he does a lot of like um, East coast productions. Um, but he does, a, he was doing at least at the beginning of the pandemic, some live stream things of like how he handles his paperwork. Um, and it's not yeah. program. It's not coding, but it's still like, he's basically built, he built this file manager app. I think the app itself is called file manager, but like it takes in all of his paperwork and it organizes it for everything that he needs. It prints out the stickers for the, like the trust stickers, and all that kind of stuff. Like that is still part of our world. And like, that is still stuff that makes your life easier. makes your life quicker. Like if you figure these things out, then you can definitely make it happen. And like, I mean, tying it back to like the scripting stuff, like when I say scripting, it's, I think in touch, I would see it's purely, you just drag and drop the commands that you want in the right order and that's how they'll do it so it's not like it's the scary term of scripting but it's not like as scary as we probably think it's it is no absolutely i mean like even for me as a projection media designer like i knew i had to expand more than just finding images on the internet because for one thing that's theft you know (laughs) um and and second that's not always going to be the case you know and like i had two choices i had i could have either continued on part of my license part of my design fee get an exorbitant large budget just to borrow some images or become more marketable and knowing how to do you know javascript and Mm -hmm. some base and i mean super basic freaking python you know on 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 maya and stuff like that creating your own content you know and that and i mean that's it's no different as a designer or as a software engineer right you know like it, you're creating it's still creating oh yeah no mm-hmm. you're still creating stuff it's just a different type of it's just your tools are different at the end of the day like i still get yeah. to be super duper creative with um i still i mean like like even like the app development it's still a lot of like super duper creativity of like how are you actually going to be implementing this? Like if I'm talking about like my own personal apps where I'm like, I literally wear all the hats, like the designer, the architect, the the coder, like all of that, like you are literally designing every single piece of that app. So like, it's still a lot of creativity. It's just a different, I'm using a different tool. Instead of using a console, I'm using a, I'm using, I'm using a keyboard and a normal computer, yeah. a non a non work specific computer. So, um, so the next thing I want to ask is, so like, all right, let's go back in time, right? A couple of weeks ago, right? You know, first day on the job. What was it like? Um, it was nice. It was great. So I made some, uh, well, I didn't make coffee. I went to Panera and got my coffee, my free coffee. Um, (laughs) cause that's still a, still a thing that we're doing or we try to do. We haven't. Yeah. Anyway, completely tangent. 
Um, highly recommend ten dollars a month. You can go get as much Panera coffee as you want every two hours. Um, Only if you're near Panera bread. If you're near, I don't recommend it if you're not near a Panera bread because then it's not worth it. The coffee isn't that good. Um, if you're if you're like somehow we moved from a house that was one and a half miles away to a to an apartment that was like that's like one mi one mile. Like it's it's great. Um. Anyway, so we went to go get the coffee. We uh, I came back. And basically, it was just a bunch of, like, sitting in front of my computer and watching YouTube videos, to be honest. Um, like, the first, that was pretty much my first week. Um, whether I was watching YouTube videos or on a meeting of some sort, um, that was pretty much the first week of, like, trying to learn the tools. So a lot of my job, really, it's not a lot of coding, um, which was mm -hmm. something I was, a lot, I was a bit surprised about based on the... Um, based on the job description and, like, what was required, I was really surprised about. But at the end of it, like... Um, it's a whole, it's a whole new, it's a whole new position that they've never had before. Um, so it's something new that I kind of get to craft and get to figure out like what works, what doesn't work, that kind of stuff, um, implementing processes for it. So it's, but I get to also be in charge of what's called Webflow. Um, it's a design tool, basically development. It's a no code, no code website builder. So think like the Squarespace Wix, but like a lot more powerful, a lot more, um, a lot more geared towards like a web developer that just doesn't want to spend the time to code the website themselves, basically. Um, okay. You can start with templates, but it gives you a lot more flexibility and all this kind of stuff. So basically my job is to wrangle all of that in and manage that whole thing. Um, they use it for their, for like, if you were to go to their website.com, I'm trying, trying not to say their name um, for right now. But mm -hmm. if you go to their website.com, like you'll get to, you'll see that they're, um, that's all done in Webflow and stuff like that. It's really neat. It's a really neat tool. Like if you ever need to build a website and you feel like Squarespace is too limiting, but you don't want to go and code everything yourself, Web Webflow is definitely a neat tool in that respect. I got to try that out because I use Wix right now. and. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with it because I, I mean, because I'm using it to such a limited capacity. It's really just a photo gallery, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, that's that's really awesome. So, you know, so what what have you found? Um, you know, because you've been working there what now three weeks now? Is this your third week? Yeah, this is my third third week. Yeah. So what have you what have you found now that um, that you got there that maybe you didn't got back at uh, your old employer? Um. You know, it's it's they both have their strengths and their their strengths and their weaknesses. Something that I realized with it, so the company's only been around for two years, uh, mm -hmm. which was a big big thing that we had to take into consideration, like longevity and that kind of stuff. But um, you're not with it only being around two years. You're really generally hiring like it's a lot younger of a crowd. I would say like more either more my age or more more open to new ideas if that makes sense so they're i yeah. feel like most of the people that i've talked to are more on the progressive side uh, okay just it's it's newer people it's they're hiring like crazy so of course there's a lot of new people like like my 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 cohort my new people cohort were like 32 people um, oh wow yeah and that was just in that one one week <coughs> excuse me um, I think they try to bring people on in like sets every other like every other week. Um, mm -hmm. 
but like i mean everyone's just been really open at, at the new place which has been nice um everyone's like the like something that we that we slightly struggled in was like get was like getting information access and that is not i mean and that happens in every job you always have the tribal knowledge and all that kind of stuff like that's just locked yeah. in key and you got to go find the one person that has the key and it like is <laughs> yeah. across mordor and you have to literally go to, through the through the fire like it's, yeah no um, for sure everyone has it um and i found that like there's just documentation everywhere and if i don't look one place there's still another place to go and look um, which which is not it's it's good and bad because it's like great i looked for all this documentation i didn't find it and someone's like oh here's the link and it's like in this one random like square <laughs> like square down here that i just didn't click for some reason wow no. I, I mean uh, i guess that's the that's the beauty of such a young company right it's like they, they're still going through growing pains and like figuring themselves out structure wise and everything yeah, and like honestly, like the engineering team, like just it, it, it basically. Okay, so the front end team, that's the team I'm on, went from whenever I joined, went from a, a team of four to a group, a team of six. Oh wow! Um, and of course, there's a there's a back end team, so who handles the database and stuff like that. So the front end is basically what you see. The back end is making the button actually do what you need it to do. Um, kind mm -hmm. of is a very crude way of really simple way of putting it. Um, yeah, but it's a so like in their team, I think is like three or four, maybe like I could be wrong, but it's a very small company. So as they even just add one person in, you start seeing more of like where processes need to change and such like that. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm like, I'm trying like, you know, I'm digesting all of this. And it's like, you know, it's kind of crazy because it's it, it seems like, like I said, like you know, they're they're almost like you're going in such a good time because you're you're, mm -hmm. you're growing with them, right? And like whatever they're learning, you're learning. So it's like it's not that sense. It's not that intimidating when you're working with like such an old company that you know, like you know, in today's industry, you know, they'd be like, we want somebody fresh out of you know undergrad with ten years experience, and you're like, what? How would you work? Because yeah. I would feel really like no. You know, so it's like you know, but like you know, it, it sounds like you really do have the the freedom to you know grow and even make mm -hmm. mistakes here and there, and you know, and know that like it's not catastrophic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They definitely understand the growing and the learning part, which is neat. Um, because, like, I mean, everyone understood also, like, growing and learning, which is, like, usually everywhere you go, you're going to understand growing and learning. Um, but it's just, it's, it's really neat to be, it's also really neat to be at somewhere new, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've never been with a new company, basically, before. Um, yeah. I've literally only been at high end since I graduated ETC. I mean, so, wow, since I graduated from UT, I've only been at um etc slash high-end like it's and even then i did my internship there so i didn't i haven't really had a lot of like new world experience i guess like um it's just been a it, so so like it's good it's good to see something new something different even if like i i would hope that etc would want me back if i was like no i've changed my mind i want to come back like let me come back please like um yeah like 
it's still good to know like how other teams function and how other companies function. Like it's, you know, you, you, you live and you learn, you learn from new experiences and that's, that's what I'm doing right now. What would you say is probably the, um, the hardest, like what, what was the biggest bump on the road trying to overcome when starting this new job? Yeah. Um, so part of, what was the hardest thing? Um, so for me, the hardest thing is actually finding like where exactly I fit and trying to figure out, trying to figure out how the team, like how I gel with the team and where my place is, if that makes sense. So like, I mean, yeah, I was with high end in the same position for like, or at ETC for the same position for like five years. That's a lot and of time it, to like do the exact same thing over and over with pretty much the same people. Like, yeah. We added in that time, we added one, two new people. Wow. So like, um, so in that, and we lost one, um, like, but in that time, like we we only added two new people basically, and we like I said, there was some show there, and we lost one. So it, like, it was a really like tight knit team. Um, that like I was just we knew where we were, we knew like who did what, what the strengths were, stuff like that. Um, and I feel like I'm slightly the outsider joining in on that one. Um, now just because it's like most of these people joined like a year ago maybe or like right at the beginning of the pandemic like it's um so but it's still being that person that's joining in and not and hasn't had the experience with the rest of the team wow i'm so i guess then um when you're so when you're like kind of digesting through that and stuff like that because like you're working a hundred percent remotely now in this mm -hmm. situation right and so like you're 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 in in the position where a lot of other employees are going through right now where and because you're not the first person on uh, granted is under most of the time different circumstances but there's been a lot of employees who've who've quit their jobs or left their jobs to work at another company purely because it was remote right um we're you know like and you and I have talked about this that like you you much prefer working from home you mm -hmm. feel a lot more focused and concrete and stuff like that right do you feel now that you're starting a brand new job do you feel that building that camaraderie being more difficult that it's remote or more or less it's the same I, I think it is a bit more difficult I'll be honest I think it is a bit more difficult uh, mm -hmm. just like you don't get those social cues necessarily uh, yeah. what I've noticed is though like we the new company is really good like the first couple minutes of the meeting, like it could be five, it could be 10. The first couple minutes of the meeting aren't spent as just like, let's get this meeting done. It's like, hey, let's catch up real quick. Let's let's uh, see how you're doing. Let's ask how you're doing. Let's ask ask like pers personal, but not too personal questions. You know, like, like yeah. um, one of the guys got a new puppy. And so we talked about the new puppy for a little bit. Um, we always talk about the cat because there's always a cat condo behind me. And right now there's one here. Like, it's like that kind of stuff. Like we always um, bring up that kind of stuff. So it's a, but it is a, it is a bit different just because you can't just go like, Hey, I'm going to walk down the hall. I'm going to turn around, spin my chair around and say, Hey, no, what's going on? What's give me the four one one on what's happening. You have to clearly create like a, uh, an empty chat room with just a picture of a water cooler. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> just be like, just be like, ah, you know, that old ball and chain. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, it, the economy and it is pretty neat though going from because like they weren't so like i said they're two years old so they're 
they purely started like a couple months before the pandemic at this point. Yeah. Um, or maybe a year before, a little bit over, over a little bit under a year. Um, but they, they quickly shifted to a remote first attitude and you can really mm. see that. Like, um, I mean, you can just see like everyone's all in the async world, like of like, we have Slack, we have, we have Slack, we have an email. We don't really use the email. We purely use email and probably just to like get invites and that's about it. Um, everything else yeah. goes in Slack, everything like it was going back to the documentation, like is documented. We try to put everything like you just have that remote first like mentality of like you're not missing stuff because there is nowhere to actually catch up. So like yeah. um, one of the one of the hurdles like during this time is as people were going back into the office, like it was a it was like, hey, you might miss this thing that was just said like at ETC. At, at, at etc slash high end like you would just miss this one little thing and it's like and at this point it's just like you don't feel that because not everyone's in the office because like literally yeah. like on my team i have someone in colorado like literally they yeah. can't go to the office even if they wanted to no and i you know i i it kind of reminds me of this uh this job that i that i had that everybody used slack too and this was obviously way before pandemic right but literally the whole office was quiet because all they communicated was through apps like Slack. Mm -hmm. And when, and it was weird. It was so weird for me because I would go up to their desk sometimes asking for a question or help and they'll be like, Oh, I can help you. It was like, but next time just, just put it onto Slack. So that way I can get back to you on it. And, you know, and like when I, when I have time and it was such a weird, like mindset to, you know, to, you know, like, communicate with somebody who's literally like 10 feet away from yeah. me <laughs> and just be like, Hey, do you know where that PNG file is? <laughs> and, you know, and me just having to sit in front of the computer waiting for him to have time to, and I'm like, and I, I totally get it. I totally get the mindset. I totally get the workflow. So you're not like completely like breaking focus every, you know, but the, man, there were some times that I was just like, I, was like, I just needed it. I just need one question. It's going to take like two seconds. I, yeah. But I, I mean, I don't want to break your focus, but no, but I'm, I'm really am glad that you're that this like, you know, like this door that you opened yourself, you know, I mean, like, you know, it, it, you're, you're going into a software engineering, you know, job without a software engineering degree, you know, yeah. <laughs> How, how's that? How's that? How's that yeah. kind of like, I think it's okay. I think it's okay for right now, especially because I'm not doing a lot of the coding stuff. Yeah, um, necessarily like it's more like GUI based, which is fine. Um, but I did get access to like all the the app based stuff, which was neat. So I can go, uh, so I can go and like poke around in it. Basically, my manager like is like, go poke around, go see like what's going on and stuff. Like, what are we working on? Like, we're not trying so to for hide those anything. Who so for those who don't know, what is GUI? A uh, GUI graphical user interface. So like, if you think about like in like Mac OS is a GUI. Has mm -hmm. a okay. it's, it's what you're actually like it's your windows it's what you're sitting in front of watching right now or even okay. even the app their podcast app that you're listening to like it's technically a gui it's a graphical user interface it has has the buttons that you hit and stuff like that okay um, um hog eos ma technically they're all gui some of them are more graphical than others like they're all they all have some kind of ui so it's a gra it's a that's basically what it is so any sort of graphic that you're going to be interacting with that triggers one thing is a GUI. Basically, yeah. Um, okay. So like uh, Webflow is a lot of drag and drop, a lot of like type in numbers, stuff like that, rather than like, I'm going to place the H1 tag here. 
Yeah. Um, so like, um, or I'm going to write this JavaScript code. So like, um, I'm more so working with the drag and drop, like the GUI st side of things. Whereas, um, a l the, uh, the rest of the team is more of inside the code itself, writing the code to do this thing, um, for a, for, for the app part, like how they make their money. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So if you had some, so, um, this will be our last question, then we'll okay. really start wrapping up. Um, you know, what are some people, you know, what are some advice that you would give some people who were in your position before, maybe people who have theater or, you know, entertainment tech degrees that they feel that because of the pandemic, it really showed the, in, you know, instability and the fragility of our industry. What are, what are some advice you would give them? Um, one, don't give up. It's, it, I've been on this path for like, like I said, five, six years. I probably like three or four years actually of like, Hey, this is a job that I want. I've been beating this drum for like three or four years, to be honest. Like I've like give someone, give me a shot. I want to take it. Um, so don't give up. And then also like, so how I kind of found this job was I posted in a Facebook group. and was like, here's my experience. Here's what I'm shifting from. Here's what I want. And someone came, met the man, my manager actually came and was like, "Hey, here it is. Here's a job I have. Check this out. I DM'd you. Like, go go check your messages. Um, I think you'd be perfect. I already checked out your LinkedIn. Like, let's see what happens. Um, and here we are now. We kicked the. We did a couple interviews. Here we are. Um, so it's also like you got to put yourself out there. You can't just like hide around um, and not do anything." And just, you know, don't be afraid to try things and just take the shot if you think it's going to be worth it in the end. Like, I, I think this is a really cool opportunity for me, but something that my wife and I also considered was, like, if this doesn't work, I tough it out for a year and a half or two years, and now I have a software engineer degree, engineering position. That yeah. open like, the first, the first, like, this was just, like, because that was one of the things that came up because, like, Okay, it was a real struggle to say I'm gonna leave ETC. Um, yeah, it was a huge struggle to say like, yes, this is what I'm doing. Um, so like doing having that like, but then we realized, hey, after two years, you finally, I finally hit most of those minimum requirements of, um, they either want a computer science degree or they want real experience. Once you have two years, you have real experience at that point, like. Like it'll transfer over, um, so you know, like take the chance, take the shot if you think you, it'll be worth it. Don't get discouraged if you're not seeing things right away. Um, if you're like, yeah, I want to do app development, I don't know where to start. Um, I talk a lot about I I really like HackingWithSwift.com. If you want to do iOS app development, like where do you start? HackingWithSwift.com, hundred days of Swift or hundred days of Swift UI, either one is going to start you from the bare basics. Um, I started with web development just because that return on investment was a lot quicker. So basically you write a page, you write a doc that says a dot that's like my website dot HTML. You start putting some HTML in there, open it up in your browser and you start seeing things. Um, I'm one that likes immediate satisfaction <laughs> and I don't like having to know a million things. So that's why like the, the web development just came to me easily because it was like, great, if I do this. Oh, hey, look, there's something there. Okay, let's do the next thing. And you can start getting that feedback a lot quicker. Um, but, like, also, like, reach out to people. If you know if you don't know anyone, you now know someone, and reach out. I'm on all the things at Megan Wilson underscore. 
or on Instagram at mwilson underscore codes, right? I don't think that's right. Um, I don't know. I think that's right. That's it'll be right. on the show notes. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Um, and I am more than happy to talk to talk things through. Um, but honestly, just keep trying. If you're thinking about doing it and you want to take the shot, like I, I hate to say this, I think now is the time to do it. Like if you're thinking about doing it, like I know the industry is starting to come back, but also that Delta variant is starting to come back. Yeah. Um. So like if you have downtime and you think it's what you want to do, like start just start doing it like the thing is you have all the tools you should have all the tools around that are able to do it whenever i first started learning i was doing it on my ipad also like i take my ipad to like i take my ipad to like starbucks or a coffee shop over lunch and just be like i'm gonna i'm gonna try this web-based thing and we got through it that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I said this enough. I've probably said it enough to a point that it, like, it lost all meaning. But God damn it, I'm so proud of you. I mean, I <laughs> oh, I love you too. Oh, God. Um, no, I mean, like, I know this is something that you've been going back and forth for a while, for a really long time. And, you know, and the fact that you were able to make this decision with such confidence, conviction, and devotion, knowing that, you know, like I said, walking away from ETC was probably one of the hardest moments of your life. You know, you took a risk and it, it, it looks like it's paying out. And I mean, nobody, nobody should ignore that. You know, like you are such a good story in regards to not being afraid of walking away from something just because you're passionate about it. You know, like it's that's hard yeah it's um it's it it's still like i i still don't know if i made the right decision completely i know Mm -hmm. i made the right decision at the time of what i needed to do and what i like i said i i i hope i i don't think i burned any bridges leaving that's also the other thing is if you are contemplating leaving do not burn bridges like you want a place to go back to like I know my my old manager like she is amazing she is awesome I she loves me she loves my wife um I like I said I have a lot of real I've met a lot of really cool people who are co- really cool people who are coworkers uh I think I reached out to like most of them with my contact info if I didn't reach out to you and you're listening to this or watching this and like reach out to me um like you just you don't want to burn those bridges you want to be able to like either go back or use them as references later but like now there's more experience that you have under your belt and you honestly don't know when things will come back you don't know what what skill set you'll need at the next place so like i might not need to know how to focus a source for being a software engineer but knowing how to communicate with people on different teams is really useful yeah no for sure and that's like a skill that I purely got because of because of this, uh, yeah. Of, of like my theater background was like, great. I'm talking with a design team, with the stage management team, and this is what exactly I need. Like, how do and you balance know how, all these? And you know how to communicate with people in various levels of experience and intelligence in a given field. You know, I mean, like you've worked with people who are hog programmers day in and day out, day out, and you worked with. I, I'm the usher at ABC venue and we have a, what, what is it? What is it? Hog, hog console. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's not turning on, you know, like you, 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 you have that, 
that swing of pendulum right there, you know, like, and being able to communicate with that and facilitating those needs. So you, you know, I think you've gotten a lot more than most people would have gotten in this industry. For one thing, you learned how to talk to people, which is a difficult trait for technicians. <laughs> and you know, and honestly, I thought that was going to be the hardest part of my job. To be honest, <laughs> like I, yeah. like it's funny cause like you'll, you'll get me on the phone. Like I'll get on the phone and I have to deal with someone's tech customer support. Number one, I have learned we have the best technical support, uh, product customer support facing people. Yeah. ETC high end has the best people that will answer your phone. I haven't dealt with anyone else lighting wise, but mm-hmm. like answer the phone. They're always happy. They always do whatever they can to make you ha- to make sure you're happy. And Oh my yeah. God, my car customer service at my car dealership has been nothing. Like and every time I get on the phone, I'm always short. I'm always like, yeah. I just need you to help me. And they're like, no. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. But no. like, I never want to call anyone. I never want to do anything. Like I never want to talk to people. And like, yeah. my wife's like, how did you, how have you been, a pro- how have you been like phone support for five years or like training for five years? And I'm like, that's different. It's my job. No. <laughs> it's a lot no, different. Sure. Like I get, I have to, like, it's. You have things that you need to talk about. You have to get through. Like, it's a lot different than like, all right, I guess I need to call AT&T cause my, or Apple because my phone's not working for some reason. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I have I have a ton of teacher's friends that will call me or text me while I'm in class and be like, my iron's not turning on. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to let you in on a secret <laughs> right now. If you call the ETC support people, they'll be a lot nicer than I am right now because I am working. Yep. <laughs> call the people who their job is to hear you realize <laughs> that you forgot to flip the switch in the back of the console. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um hi cynthia welcome i want to say hi before uh yeah hi, my favorite one of the favorite things that i've had to got to experience was uh, we were doing at the demo room in austin obviously pre-pandemic we were doing a demo with etc people it's me um rob crane who's a field field project coordinator paul hancock who used to do product support now does sales joe holler who does product support and i don't think noah had made it yet into the room um, we are in the, oh, and Anne Valentino was also in the room. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, it was great. Except, and we're trying to figure out why the cons, why the EOS couldn't take control at that point. Like, yeah. why is it not able to control the rig ups up in the air? Um, turns out, you know, with all that knowledge in the room, we're looking at all the, all the hard things. Like, well, is the ArtNet priority, set, is the SACN priority set correctly? Well, is the, are the nodes set correctly for this? Is ArtNet input turned on and all this kind of stuff? Turns out the cable wasn't plugged in. Um, yep. Air gap continuity error. Literally every one of us <laughs> was very shocked after about 10 minutes of like troubleshooting <laughs> of that. Of like, ah, yes, this is what happened. Look, let's plug it in. And then you just hear all the. Yep. Of the rig holding up, and you're like, oh, thank goodness. I I've been there. I've been there. <sighs> my th- my theater at my school, I was plugging in a couple of moving lights, and they weren't working. And I kept on thinking it might be wrong cable and stuff like that. And it eventually led me to just looking into the DMX output box. I opened it up, and it was empty. <sighs> <laughs> and I, it was just an empty box <laughs> and i was just, and i look up and there was a 
coiled Ethernet Cat 5 cable just <laughs> tucked up up there. And I'm like, <sighs> I ended up FaceTiming my director of theater for my district. And, and I was just like, you want to see something fun? And I just pointed at the guy and she's like, you got to be kidding me. And I was like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, how much money did you pay for these people to install this job? Because they didn't finish. No, no, no. Ugh, that's awful. Um, yeah. I've been on the other well, end of the support calls, and I'm just like, like where they really think it's the console, and then they find like this dead end, and I'm like, I don't know how to help you. I can't do anything <laughs> at this point. I'm pretty sure it's not the console, but give me a call back later once you get this part situated. <laughs> no, for real. Well, Megan, this was awesome. Uh, for one thing, I uh, I love having an episode about you, so this is awesome. It's so a lot of it's, fun. It's, I like to. Yeah. I, I get really awkward because I'm like, I don't really like talking about myself, but this is a lot of fun. Talk about yourself. You like, are amazing. Cynthia also said this is fun. Yes, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. If Cynthia thinks it's fun, the, the, the you know the the potential is limitless. Oh yeah, obviously. But yeah, exactly. we should also do these more 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 live once we get more consistent. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if this works visual, but I'll do it anyway. Megan! Phil! Where can people find you on the internet? Um, at Megan Wilson underscore on the YouTube, the Twitter, the Twitch, and Instagram. Is that it? I think that's it. Um, and then I also have another Instagram that's just my coding stuff, at uh, M Wilson underscore codes. Right on. We'll yeah. put that in the show notes. Um, Phil, where can you we can find f- you? You can find me on Instagram at Phil underscore Villar and on my Twitter uh, at Phil Villar. Um, the ongoing battle and saga continues where they still have not released on my Instagram at Phil Villar with the imposter. You're just so, going to have to like, make your no. own. You're just going to have to like, no. read the like, and get that. <laughs> I, I, made, I made my wife do that actually for Instagram and Twitter. I made her, I made her change her handle on one of them. So that when I did at whatever, it would tag on both Instagram and Twitter at the same time. I I, I can't. I can't. I, I bitched and whined about this for too long. <laughs> I can't let them win. I've tried contacting Instagram customer service. And guess what? They don't exist. That sounds like they a lot don't. of tech. That sounds like all the tech companies. <laughs> I can't. I I got a phone number and they and they're like like I don't even remember what they said, but in not so many words, it was basically like, "How did you get this number? Goodbye." <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah. that was the closest I got, and it was like this automated machine, like you know, like that was basically asking how I got this number pause and goodbye and i'm pretty sure it was because they were waiting for me to type in an extension or something or some sort of code Uh, that's the furthest i got i see but but uh yes you can find me there you can also find me on my website uh philip uh valar at uh philip valar design.com and um and yeah, and uh, our music and our theme song is created by Sherpa Slim. You can find her work on the show notes, and you should follow her on Instagram as well. She is coming out with a ton of new musical uh, therapy content there. Listen to her on Twitch. Listen to her on her Instagram. Her music and her vibe is just solid. If you're listening, if you're looking for something to just vibe to, you know, put your screen down and just like let let the music feel your soul. 
listen to her work. She's fantastic. And she is awesome on Twitch also. Yes. Yes. So, um, yes, Cynthia, it's over. I'm sorry. It is. But it's okay because this will live on in YouTube land forever. So you can go back and watch the rest. Or you, since you might be listening to, or if you're not Cynthia and listening to the podcast version, make sure to give us a rating on iTunes so that we know Mm -hmm. that you love us. Yes, please do. Ourselves. Yes, share share our share our episode, comment it. Let us hear your thoughts. We want to hear more. Um, We are going to start doing um, these shows a little bit more consistency. It's been super duper bumpy, even though we've been at the show for over a year now. But I mean, it's a pandemic. I switched jobs. I had to move. You found a new job. You know all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it really all just down went downhill when I started doing the proctoring the SATs. Literally, that's when it all went downhill. As soon as the SATs came into my life again, it just like robbed me of my soul and life. But it is okay, Cynthia. It's not a well poop. Not, yeah, no, it's fine. Because no. guess what? That we'll be here again. Exactly. We'll, we'll be here again. Um, same place, maybe a different time and day. We'll have to figure that out. We will text it out and plan it out. And we'll let you know in the Discord. So again, join the Discord. The link's in the chat on the side. There will be a link in the show notes. I'll make sure to add a link in the description. Um, this, is, If you're coming from my normally scheduled YouTube stuff, this is a different Discord that is specific just to queer. Um, I'm a little offended that you were like, you can find this in the same time and in the same place when there is literally a beautiful saying. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good one, y'all. Bye. Bye y'all. Okay. Do 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 do